You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and former big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. That's why each week I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to improve your money mindset and manage your money to create true wealth. Because ultimately, it's not about the money. It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. Today, I am bringing you a rewind episode. This episode originally aired about a year and a half ago, and the concept has been really impactful for my clients to help them create workable plans to achieve their goals. I think it'll be really helpful for you as you work on your goals too. So let's get into this rewind episode, the math and the drama. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you are doing well and having an amazing day so far. So today we are talking about math and drama. Money can be an emotional topic for many people. And when you have a lot of emotion tied to something, it can be difficult to access the logical side of your brain and make strategic decisions. The good thing is money really lends itself to objective measurement, right? If you have a monetary goal, you can divide it out and determine how much you need to pay or save or invest or whatever it is in whatever time frame to hit that goal. So you can break down your money goal like a math problem. And once you break it down in that way, you have useful data to work with in determining how to move forward. My business coach has this concept where she talks about the math and the drama of your goal. So there's the math of it, right? How much money do you need to make in a month to reach the goal you have for the year? Or how much money do you need to make each month to reach the goal that you have for the year. But then there's the drama, all of your thoughts and your perceptions and your emotions and all of that about those numbers. And the same is true for your goals in your personal finances as well. So the numbers are just numbers, right? We've talked before about the fact that money is neutral. The balance in your bank account, the cost of something at the store, how much debt you have. All of that is neutral. They are simply neutral facts. They're not inherently good or bad or big or small or, you know, all the other descriptors that we have for money and monetary things. Each of us can have a different opinion about the same bank account balance or the same price or whatever it is. You might think something's affordable while I think it's expensive. And you can think that this bank balance is too low and I might think it's more than enough. We perceive money in a particular way and ascribe meaning to it, which lends to the, quote, drama that we have about it. So coming back to monetary goals, we can take the drama out by breaking it down like a math problem and looking at the objective numbers. And from there, you can see what your thoughts and feelings are about those numbers, and then make a plan for how to move forward. What I find with my clients is often their ultimate goal feels overwhelming. 
They think things like it's such a big number or it will take you know too long or that's too expensive or I'll never be able to do that. And all of that basically shuts their brains down or at least you know the part of the brain that we use for problem solving. Like we talked about before, when you're in a situation where your emotion is really high, it's so much harder to access the logical part of your brain. But when we break the goal down, it usually feels more accessible for them. They usually see either they're already on track to hit the goal, or if they're not, they see that it's more in reach than they originally thought. And even if neither of those is true, they're able to better make a plan to get there from a calmer, more logical place. So to give you a few examples, one of my clients had a goal to pay off her student loans. She had about 100000 and the amount felt really overwhelming for her. She didn't see how she could do it. She hadn't been able to make progress on the loans to that point, and she didn't know what to do. And so when we looked at it and broke it down, we determined that she could pay her loans off in about two years if she were able to pay about $4,000 a month, and that's including the minimum payment she was already making, right, which was like $1,000 or something, so like another $3,000 extra a month, and she could pay them off in about three years if she were able to pay about $3,000 a month, again, including the minimum payment. And so looking at that was really eye-opening for her, and it didn't seem so bad. Like she realized how close she actually was, and she thought those numbers, the monthly numbers, were doable, and she was able to move forward with a plan versus spinning out in the overwhelming confusion. And that same thing happens all the time, right? Like another client is saving for a large expense, like forty dollars or $50,000, and the number seemed so big to him at first until we broke it down across the time frame he's looking at, which is two years. That's only $2,000 a month. And that amount felt much more manageable and it fits within his current budget with room to spare. And that even assumes that he doesn't get any raises or bonuses or anything like that in the next two years. So when you have the actual numbers, the math of your goal, right, that takes it out of this place of that's so much, I don't know how I'm going to do it, and brings you to this place of how can I do this, right, the problem solving side. You can ask yourself, do I have the capacity to do this? So using the example that we just talked about, do I have $2,000 in my budget that I can put toward this goal each month? Oh, yes, I do. I can reallocate from this category and that category and come up with $2,000. Or, no, I don't. I have $1,500 or 1000 or however much. But from there, you can ask yourself, okay, how am I going to come up with the extra money to get to $2,000? And when you're working with specific numbers like that, then you can come up with a plan based on the math instead of spinning out in the drama. And that's not to say that you'll never have drama about whatever the breakdown of your goal is, but you can at least see what the path would be to reach your goal and go from there. Again, it goes back to the goal itself being neutral. When you can look at it more objectively and break it down, then you can problem solve and take yourself out of the overwhelm and the I don't know and all of that and get to work on your plan.
All right, I hope you enjoyed that rewind episode. Take some time to break down the math and drama of your goals to start making the progress you want to make with your finances. And if you want my help with exploring your goals and creating a strategy to achieve them, you should join my money membership. It's opening on September 14th, so make sure you join the waitlist at rowthomas.com waitlist so you don't miss it. All right, that is it for this week's episode. If this episode helped you, please help me spread it to another lawyer. One of the ways podcasts grow and are shown to more listeners is by their ratings and reviews. So if you haven't done so already, please take a second, leave a quick rating and review for the show. I would greatly appreciate it and it will help another lawyer get access to this information. As we close out, friend, I pray that you take the information you learn here, apply it in your life, and open up to the realization that wealth is available to you. As you do that consistently, week after week, you'll continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.